The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. Hey guys, what's up? It's Edub. I know you guys have heard our Manscaped read by now, and I'm here to tell you, listen, it's not too late to get that below-the-belt trim that some of you are in desperately need of. Listen, Manscaped not only has top-of-the-line waterproof trimmers to keep the hedges nice and clean, but they also have boxers, lotions, colognes to have you feeling and smelling so fresh and so clean. So head over to manscaped.com, use our promo code HAWKSBEAT for 20% off your entire order and free shipping. Once again, that promo code is HAWKSBEAT for 20% off and free shipping. She'll be glad you did. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Now, I apologize. I got it off the top. I got to apologize for those of you that are used to uh, me shooting out the pod right after the game, usually late at night. I don't know if you work late or if you got night jobs or insomnia and you're used to the podcast coming out after the game. My apologies. <laughs> my apologies, man. Couldn't make it. Couldn't make it happen Friday night, man. But uh, I hope all is well on this beautiful Saturday, uh, Saturday afternoon coming to you live from the Hawks Beat Studios 
And uh, we're going to talk some Atlanta Hawks basketball, man. So if you are into the Hawks, man, and you're into the NBA, stick around for a little bit, right? Stick around and uh, kick it with us as we talk about the Atlanta Hawks. Now, uh, Friday night, Golden State was in the building. Um, And I'm going to tell you this, guys. Man, it looked like Golden State South up in there. (laughs) I had no idea there were that many Warriors fans in Atlanta. Now, I understand what it is, right? When your team is good and when you've won a championship in the recent history, there tends to be a lot more, here I go with the air quotes, fans, right? You know what I'm saying? I didn't see no Tim Hardaway jerseys. You know, I didn't see no Mitch Richmond jerseys, but hey, I mean, it is what it is, man. So for what it is, a lot of Warriors fans were in the building and you got to credit them. You know, they came and supported their team, but they still had to go home with that L. (laughs) He had to hold that L because the Hawks came to play Friday night and uh, they took care of business, man. 121 to 110. Um taking care of the Golden State Warriors. It was a very good game, actually, man. It was a very good game. A lot of highs and lows, uh, peaks and valleys. Um, but uh, it was a good game, man. Trey, of course, being the, the high man and uh, with a night of 33 and 15. We're going to get to all that, man. We're going to get to all that. We're going to talk about what we saw in the game. We're going to talk about some of the numbers. Um, where do we go from here? We're going to take a look at the schedule. Um, I believe we're at nine or eight games left somewhere around there we're going to take a look at the schedule take a look at the playoff uh picture as we as it is right now currently and uh much much more so um sit back relax your feet and uh, let's get rid of some of this housekeeping first if you are new to the podcast this is your first time and you're listening like oh, what the hell is this <laughs> like i said man we're the hawks Feet podcast you know what i'm saying we've been covering the atlanta hawks for this is our eighth season and um, we talk Hawks, we talk NBA, and uh, we have a good time doing it. So stick around. And if you are a Hawks fan, I always say, give me the chance to earn your business, right? Give me the chance to earn your business. Don't judge me on one podcast because sometimes I don't shoot 100%. <laughs> sometimes I don't shoot 100%. But uh, we, we try to get as close to 100 every podcast. We give it our all. And uh, we do things the way we do it. So give me a couple podcasts to earn your business. Give me a couple. uh, Yeah, a couple podcast shows to earn your business. And then I would appreciate a review. Five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening on. That would greatly appreciate it. Um, A big part of what we do is on social media. So uh, we love our Twitter followers. We love our Instagram followers. We appreciate y'all from the bottom, man. We really do. Uh, and I'll tell you this, and again, before I say this, uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, at HawksBeat on both of those platforms. Um, that is where we reside, man, at HawksBeat. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you can find us there. Uh, and if you see us, man, we usually sit at the tables, at the press tables over, I think, on section 104, 105. Uh, that's usually where we're at every game, man. So if you see me around, holla at me, man, holla at me. Come and say hello. And uh, it's all good, man. I love meeting folks that that support the brand, that know about the brand. It's all to the good. I got to shout out one of my guys, man, who hit me up at the last game. Um, a guy on Twitter, Yamin underscore Juan. 
uh, yeah, man, hit me up at the game. Like, yo, Hawks beat. I'm like, what's up? You know what I mean? So we chopped it up a little bit. So what's up, brother? It's always good seeing you. Appreciate the love, as always. All right. So let's get into this game. So going into the game, Hawks were going in as two-point favorites. Uh, and probably because the last um, State Farm has been kind of a tough place to win as far as opposing teams are concerned. For all the inconsistencies the Hawks have had, uh, they have won 15 out of 18 of their last 18 in State Farm Arena, man. So I guess the line makers saw that, decided to give the Hawks a two-point favorite, you know. Um, last time these two teams matched up, the Warriors beat the Hawks 127-113 to 113 on November 8th. Uh, the Warriors were coming in here. Third game of a five-game road swing, which are not always the easiest. Uh, sometimes you're out on the road and you're just like, "Yo, man, we just got to make it through this road trip and get on home." Um, they didn't seem they didn't seem like they were like tired or just like. Sometimes you you get teams at the end of a road trip and they're just like, "Yo, we just want to get on the plane and go back home." I didn't get that feeling from I didn't get that feeling from the Warriors. Um, it could be because on Wednesday. Um, Draymond, Clay, Otto Porter, all those guys got rested on Wednesday. So um, they were fairly fresh that I, I thought. I thought they were fairly fresh. I know Clay was because uh, old buddy Clay, that brother was getting buckets. <laughs> um, injuries, of course, uh, no Steph Curry, uh, no Iguodala for the Warriors, for the, for the um, I was about to say for the Collins. <laughs> for the Hawks, you had no John Collins, and Bogey was a late scratch. Bogey was a late scratch, no right knee soreness, um, so he did not play. I was talking to uh, my guy Chris Kirshner, um before the game, and we were talking like, oh, snap, like Bogey's not playing. Like We were literally on the court watching the guys warm up and uh, when we got the news about Bogey, so um, it was tough. So here's the thing. And shout out to my guy, Chris, man. Uh, definitely going to get him on the pod pretty soon, sooner than later, man. Uh, Chris does a great job for the athletic. And uh, I know it's been an interesting season, but uh, I, I still think he does good work. I still rock with him. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. So I'm definitely going to get him on the pod sooner than later. As far as uh, some of the other pregame storylines, here are the questions kind of that I had going into the game, right? And, and I'm sure a lot of Hawks fans probably had these same questions. Which Hawks team was going to show up tonight? Was it going to be the, the New York Hawks or the Detroit Hawks? <laughs> if, you, if, you're, if you've watched this team all season, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The Hawks that showed up against the Knicks, the Hawks that was on TNT and all that jazz, are they going to show up? Or the Hawks that played against the Detroit Pistons that got taken to the woodshed yet again? Uh, you really just didn't know. Unfortunately for them, uh, it, it was closer to the New York Hawks. I, I thought that while there were some defensive inconsistencies, they, they were pretty good on offense, pretty good on offense, and uh, did what they had to do to win the game. Uh, another question I had was, since Bogey was out, where was the bench scoring going to come from? So let me just take a brief moment as I ask that question to give Nate McMillan his flowers. I thought he did a great job with the rotations tonight, with the lineups, um, knowing that there was no bogey tonight. I never saw a five-man full bench unit. Uh, <laughs> it's probably because Nate doesn't trust Jalen Johnson, because you never really saw all of the starter, all of the bench guys out there, 
Like, you never saw the bench guys out there all by themselves. Um, he only played four bench guys, so that's probably why. And usually when the bench guy, when, when the bench unit was out there, they're out there with the starter. Um, when you went to, like, the, the first guy with the bench for the Hawks tonight was, uh, who was it? It was DeLon. And then uh, a little later on, you sprinkle in a little Big O, you sprinkle in a little TLC. Um, that lineup would trade DeLon, TLC, Hunter, and Big O. I got to say, in the first quarter, like, it didn't really look that good. Like, that lineup didn't look that good. But Nate did a good job of making sure a starter was out there at all times to, I guess, kind of make up for the scoring, you know, that that bogey provides uh, with that second unit. So I got to credit Nate on that. Like, that's, like, again, We'll, we'll talk a little bit about Jalen Johnson in a minute, but I, I thought that he did a good job as far as just keeping one of those guys in with the bench unit because the bench unit isn't like a bad, you know, it's not a bad group of guys, but their unit is geared mostly to defense. You know, you got DeLon Wright, you got Big O on there. TLC is, he's serviceable. You know what I'm saying? Lou is a turnstile. Lou is offensively, but um, I thought TLC actually had a good game, man. I, I thought for what it was, he, you know, he had a pretty decent game. Um, but yeah, credit Nate on the rotations tonight. I really like what I saw out of them. Uh, in the first quarter, uh, I, I would say both teams just kind of got out to a pretty decent start. Like when the first quarter was over, the only real difference that I saw was Atlanta had six turnovers and um, the Golden State Warriors had three. And you cannot turn this team, you cannot turn the ball over against the Warriors like this and expect to win, especially on a night when they have, when they're at full capacity, when, when Curry's out there with Iguodala's out there. But, um, first quarter, I thought, you know, they thought it was okay. You know, they gave up 42 points. You definitely don't want to do that. You know, you put up 36 and again, 36 is only good if you're not giving up 40. Like, we've talked about this all season long. Like, 36 is good if you ain't giving up 37 to 40. <laughs> but if you're giving up 42, you got to do better. So, I thought they came out. I, I thought that is, I thought that they just didn't settle. Um, let me stop lying. I thought they did settle for some of them shots. But, I mean, they uh, <laughs> it, for what it was, it was, it was a typical first quarter uh, between, uh, you know, both teams. Second quarter. I thought uh, they really started to assert themselves a little bit more defensively. Um, and by no means, I don't think it was a defensive quarter. But the unit, the, the full bench unit to start, you had Lou, DeLon, Hunter, Gallo, and a Kongu. And I thought that unit was good because putting Hunter out there with DeLon and a Kongu, that's three really good defenders. Uh, you got Gallo and Lou for the scoring. And I think that kind of worked to your advantage. Uh, Gallo understood the assignment, you know what I'm saying? Nine points in the quarter. He played almost the whole second quarter and that was good. Like that's where you get your buckets from because bogey's not there. You know, Lou had five in the quarter, bogey had nine. And I, I think that was just a tremendous, uh, help while Trey had to rest while Capella and Herter and those guys were on the bench. So again, shout out to Nate for always keeping the starter out there. Would have been nice to see a little Jalen Johnson, but you can't. Here's the thing. If you want to go full bench, you can't throw that unit out there and throw Jalen Johnson out there. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. You can't have a TLC, DeLon Wright, 
Anyeka, Lou, and Jalen Johnson. That's not a good lineup. It's not a good lineup because where are you going to get your buckets from? Where are you going to get your buckets from? You're not going to get them from TLC. You're not going to get them from DeLon. You're not going to get them from Anyeka. Lou may give you a little some, but, you know, this is old Lou. He's not going to do that. He's not going he's not going to do that. And so uh, you definitely need Gallo out there for 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 the sake of getting buckets. So a lot of people were kind of on Nate today or well, last night because they want to see more Jalen Johnson. And I agree. Like, I want to see more Jalen Johnson, but I understand why he didn't play him. I understand why he didn't play him. Um, you have two power. Well, you have one power four that's out and you have Gallo out there. You could have played him a little bit, but he was doing the one starter with the bench lineup the whole night. So you could have got him in there, but you know how Nate is. Y'all know how Nate is. He wasn't going to get him up in there. Um, I thought that everyone talks about that when you look at this game, they're going to talk about and they're going to run to the third quarter. Third quarter was when the Hawks started to really run away with this game. Um, third quarter is really when they separated themselves from the game. But in order to understand that, you got to understand that in the second quarter, the end of the second quarter is where it started. They ended the quarter on an 11-0 run, and um, you're going into halftime up by two, you know? And so you got to be feeling good for you by yourself. I mean, feeling good about yourselves. Outscored the Warriors 33-25, to and uh, third quarter, it's when it went down, man. <laughs> it went down in the third quarter. Trey was just magnificent. He was magnificent. And this has been his quarter all season long. He play, usually plays the whole quarter. And for everyone that doesn't like Trey sitting in the fourth, if you don't like Trey sitting in the fourth, here. so here's the thing. Let me say this. Let me pause and let me be clear when I say this. And I want you to listen. I want you to listen close. If you go back and you were to look at the splits on Trey Young and look at his third quarter output versus any other quarter, his third quarter will probably be his most valuable quarter of all four quarters. Why? Because typically he plays the whole quarter and typically that's when he gets his numbers. Now, you understand that most NBA players cannot play a full quarter and then turn back around and then start the fourth quarter and end the fourth quarter. It's hard. You got to get them a couple minutes to, to, to rest legs, to, to get ready for the home stretch. That's what, that's what I was about to say, Travis. That's what Nate McMillan typically does. He usually brings Trey in around the eight and a half minute mark, which is what a three and a half minute rest after playing a whole quarter. Bring in about eight and a half minutes and finish the game. It's not that bad. People lose their minds the beginning of the, of the fourth quarter. So you can't have one without the other. You can't you can't enjoy the spoils of Trey's magical third quarters without allowing him to sit in that fourth quarter. You can't have both of them, guys. You can't have both of them. This is not NBA 2K, and you can't just simulate and have him play the whole second half. It's like literally like three minutes he doesn't play. <laughs> Come on. Let, let, let's do better. Let's do better. But Trey was magical in that third quarter. 6 of 11 shooting. 3 for 6 from beyond the arc. 15 points, 4 assists. And he was just good. Uh, it also helped that uh, the two guys that were getting buckets for the Heat. I mean, not the Heat. For the Warriors started to cool down. Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole. 
a combined one for 11, uh, four points between the two of them. Those guys started to cool down. And when you take a, when you turn off the faucet that those two guys were, huge difference. Huge difference. So you take command in that third quarter. You take command and you're going into the fourth quarter up 101 to 83. And I know this Warriors team is good. And they chopped up into the lead. They got up into the lead. I mean, I think they got it down to, I think at one point the lead got down to five. Uh, you know they're going to make a run. Um, Gary Payton Jr. kind of started getting a little some buckets, you know. Clay started heating up. And before you know it, Hawks fans are starting to get nervous. <laughs> starting to get nervous uh, on the Twitter and, and letting folks know, oh, my gosh, here we go again. Here we go again. They cut the lead down to five. And on my notes, I said, do I trust the Hawks to get stops or make shots? Um I think they got enough stops to win the ball game. Like, it wasn't like, oh, man, Hawks turned up that defensive pressure. I think it was a combination of them getting shots, whether Clay and Poole and Peyton kind of just kind of cooled off. Um, whatever the circumstance may be, uh, the Hawks ended up uh, closing it out, even if it wasn't the prettiest closeout. Um And sometimes it doesn't even matter if it's a pretty close out, you know, Um, they did it. You know, I thought Trey brought, I mean, I thought Nate brought Trey in a little early. Uh, He he brought him in at the 850 mark. And that's usually he leaves him in. He brings him in like eight and a half. So it wasn't too much early, but um, he did kind of wait till the league. I cut the five, (laughs) but uh, I would just say this. Trey's passing. Uh, my gosh, it is elite. And I've said that this whole season, I've said it ever since they drafted him, but his passing was on full display tonight. The way they were hedging him, the way they were playing boxing one on him, they were double teaming him. They were trying to pick him. Gary Payton was picking up Trey young 90 feet from the goal, like high school basketball. Um, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. But Trey just did a great job. Finding the open guys, not trying to do too much. And uh, shoot, 15 assists, 15 assists, man. So salute to that man on on, on a very good night against the um, Golden State Warriors. And we'll see what's up next from Mr. Young, man. We'll see what's up next. Um, While we're talking about Trey Young, Trey Young is, after this game, he is uh, leading the league in total points. And in total assist. Uh, that is something that should be celebrated. It is a, a great achievement. And uh, listen, a lot of folks are talking about all NBA first team. Chris asked Trey about that after the game. And he didn't really want to talk about it. You know, he was like, I don't really want to talk about wars until like after the season. I'm not really, you know, really, you know, I don't really want to speak on that right now. But, uh, you know, he's thinking about it. <laughs> you know, he's thinking about it because if he gets that all NBA, that all NBA first team, he's going to get that bone. That bonus really going to kick in that that bonus really going to kick in. And uh, that's more bread for him. And, you know, he wants the bread. And I don't I don't fault the man for wanting the bread. I want the bread, too. <laughs> you dig? But, uh, you know, um, salute to him. Uh, right now, leading the league in total points and total assists. He's right there 
19-15 for the season. Uh, you got Jason Tatum and DeMar DeRozan behind him. And let me see if I can pull up his assist numbers. The assist numbers. Uh, come on, come on, come on. Let's see. My computer's acting up. Uh, 649 assists for the season, man. So uh, he's having a whale of a season. He's having a whale of a statistical. Uh, let me just say he's having a whale of an offensive <laughs> I'm not throwing shade. I swear I'm not throwing shade. But he's having a great offensive season. <laughs> Chris Paul is behind him as far as assists are concerned with 632. But I think at the end of the year, he'll he'll be leading the league in both of these two categories. And shouts out to him. If only he can just, you know, just if you could just tighten up that defense just a little bit, just a little bit, Trey. Come on, man. Come on. But uh, yeah, man. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Um, as far as my thoughts, as far as the game is concerned, just as far as like final takeaways, um, I look at it like this. It's a good win. It's a good win. But all of everyone that has been following the Hawks this season, we know that they've had good wins. They have plenty of good wins on their resume this season. The problem is, what are you going to do after you have a good win? Like they they they've been going back and forth against the five hundred record for all season long. They get a good win against a team, and then they fall flat against their next opponent. They fall flat, and I don't I don't know what to make of this team. I I, I really don't. I know the win was good. We're gonna celebrate the win. We're going to give them their props. We're going to give them their flowers. When they lose, we're going to take them to task. We're going to talk about that, too, because that, that's what we do. But, I mean, honestly, guys, I, I really don't know what this team is. I really don't know what this team is. I've said for the longest, ever since the All-Star break, I don't believe this team to be a All-Star team that can make a run. I don't. I don't. I mean, a playoff team that can make a run. I just don't see that. I just don't see that. But... Let's um, let's get a little fan feedback before we look at the standings and I get you guys up out of here. Um, again, a big part of what we do is on social media. So make sure you're following us on social media. With shout out to all of our Twitter followers, all 1196 of you. Uh, we got to get to 2000, man. I got I got to do another campaign to uh, get my followers up. <laughs> I did that one time for the longest time. I had under a thousand followers and I know follower account is sometimes a little, you know, it's it's kind of is what it is. And you kind of make a little bit too much or too little of it. But I was like, look, man, I put in too much work to have under a thousand followers. Y'all need to y'all need to get this thing going. And shout out to Kevin Chenard. I remember when I tweeted that he retweeted me and a couple other folks retweeted me. And uh, a lot of folks got on board. So now I'm over a thousand and we got to get to two thousand. But uh, after each game, I always ask, you know, what are your guys thoughts on the game? Who is your MVP? Of course. Uh, on a night when Trey goes for 33 and 15. Yeah. Listen, Trey's obviously going to be the MVP every night. And I don't ask that question to be a smart ass. I just ask that question to see, like, okay, that's kind of what Trey does, right? Is there somebody else that you think had played really well? Maybe I should rephrase the question. Maybe I should rephrase, re- rephrase the question. Because some of y'all be in my mentions being a little smart, Alex. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of course, Trey is the best player. We all understand that. But, yeah, man, let, let, let's hear from some of the uh, some of the fans and hear what they had to say um, about uh, player of the game and some of their thoughts. 
uh, ATL Hoop Life on Twitter said, Red Velvet, Red Velvet. Having an aggressive Kevin Herter and DeAndre playing hard on defense, we can beat anybody! Exclamation part. Along with the shot making Gallo, we are dangerous and tough. I agree. The problem with that, brother, is that you just haven't seen that consistently. You haven't seen aggressive Kevin as consistently. You haven't seen aggressive DeAndre. You haven't seen shot-making Gallo consistently. They show up, and at times they show up all three of them together, but sometimes they don't. They don't. Um, I got Yogi. TLC. I liked what he was doing on defense. Didn't y'all hear me talk about TLC a little earlier? Yeah, he saw it. He saw it, you know? Uh, Let's see if I can grab one more here. Um, Talking about just... The overall um, Hawks takeaways. My guy Ramasaki, uh, he said, love the effort by the Hawks, especially right in TLC's defense was solid. Hey, another TLC reference. See y'all, see y'all are starting to watch the game like I watch the game. I dig that. <laughs> he said, however, I miss JC so bad. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. His presence is definitely missed, but uh, he got to take care of that thumb, man. That thumb looks ugly. Ugly, 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 but yeah. Um, so let's take a look at the standings and let's take a look at the schedule and see what is on deck for this Hawks team and um, where they stand currently. I, I, I told Chris before the game, I was like, look, man, this team's going to finish either the 10 spot or the 9 spot. I just don't see them jumping Brooklyn. Um, I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it. Right now, they are in sole possession. <laughs> They're in sole possession of the 10th seed in the East. They are a full game behind Charlotte. Charlotte won last night, so they don't pick up any ground. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets dropped a game, so they're, they're a game and a half behind Brooklyn. They, again, I said last time in the last podcast, there is a possibility but I just don't think it is likely that they catch Brooklyn. Um, yeah, that's just kind of how I see it. Eight, nine, and ten. That's where you are right now. So um, you have, well, I think eight games left. Let me let me count them because I don't want to be, I don't want to lead you guys astray. <laughs> I don't want to lead you guys astray. Let's see. You got the Pacers, Thunder, Cavs. That's three. Oh, then March is about to be up out of here. Oh, my God. And uh, let's see what games you have in April. That's three games. Uh, Then you got Brooklyn. Ooh, that Brooklyn game's going to be tough. Oh, my God. Brooklyn, the Raptors, the Wizards, the Heat, and the Rockets. That's one, two, three, four, five. So you have eight games left. Eight games left to finish out your season uh, on uh, on a good note. Or on a cons- or in a consistent note, it's really up to these guys. Um, they play the Indiana Pacers on Monday, and I really, again, I do not know what team is going to show up. I don't know what team is going to show up. Like, I mean, they should. I'm not going to say they should handle their business. Like, it's definitely a winnable, winnable game. Like, Indiana ain't trying to win no games. I told y'all last time. Last time they was here. And I was in the building, like Lloyd Pierce and, and, and Carlisle, like making jokes on the sideline, like, yeah, let's just get up out of it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, if we win, it's nice, but if we lose, it's not the worst thing in the world. 
we're definitely in rebuild mode, and we're just going to make it do what it do. We're going to let our guys compete. We're going to try to win, but we understand the Hawks have the more talent. You got Indiana on Monday. You go to Oklahoma City on Wednesday. Both of those are away games. Monday, Wednesday. Then you got a back-to-back on that Thursday. You come back home for the second half of a back-to-back, and you play a very, very tough Cleveland team. Very tough Cleveland team. So um, these next three games, uh, let, let me go. No, we'll, we'll just do three. We'll just do three. These next three games, you have to win at least three of them. Well, not three. You got to win at least two of them. Get two of these. Get get two of these next three. Get two of these next three in any order. In any order, get two of these next three. And it would I, it would be ideal to get all three. It would be ideal to get all three. But, yeah. Um... So I think that's it, man. I think we about covered everything. Um, Hawks take care of business. 121 to 110. Uh, a good night for the guys. Uh, we talked about Trey's 33 and 15. We got to make mention of TLC. Played a good defensive game. Like I thought the bench guys were kind of solid defensively for what it was. Um, you played your starters heavy minutes because you had to make up for the loss to Bogey. Hopefully Bogey won't be out extensively or, or, or too long. Um, they said he was out because of right knee soreness. I don't know. I guess I just, uh, maybe that's just, maybe he just needed to get a game off, you know, a game off. But, um, Hunter with 11, Gallo with 25, Capella with 19 and 13, uh, Herder with 20. Good offensive night for the guys. Good offensive night for the guys. And hopefully Bogey will be back sooner than later. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out the Hawk Suite Podcast. Uh, make sure to tell a friend or five <laughs> about the podcast. If you're a Hawks fan, uh, get at us. Let us know as you're listening to the pod. Uh, shoot us a five-star rating on uh, Apple Podcasts. And like we always say, man, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E, love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.